So we're a year in. Wow. We've done 52 episodes. Um, it's been an absolutely incredible ride. And so today's episode, I actually go back and review some of my favorite episodes from the past year. Obviously, some of you guys have been here from the beginning, but many of you have joined along the way. And um, I know because of that, maybe you haven't gone back to listen, obviously, all the episodes. It's a lot of content. And so if you're newer here or came along the ride, I went back all the way to the beginning, actually. The first real episode for us might be one of the most impactful how to do seminars in a gym. It's a conversation that we always have. But I picked a bunch of episodes here that I thought were really, really valuable. And so for you guys that have been here from the start, obviously, it's great to go back and review what's important. Absolutely important for that. And for you guys that are new, uh, instead of going back and listening to every single episode, I mean, you can do that. I'd appreciate it. Uh, but if, you, if you're not into doing that, I pointed out, I don't know, a dozen episodes that I thought would be really, really impactful uh, for you to go and listen to. And so a year in, we have no plans of stopping anytime soon. But if you're out there, guys, and listening and you really have interest in topics, I've done quite a few episodes that have come from questions from the audience. One was specifically on purchasing a practice. One was on making, a, uh, making rehab chiropractic work in a small town. And I've done a lot. I've done a lot just like that. So if you're out there and you do have questions, if you do want me to expand upon some topics, maybe you've seen it on my Instagram, maybe you've seen it in my newsletter, uh, please reach out. It gives me good content. Every single week I'm putting out new content. So ideas that you have, questions that you want me to answer to go in depth about people that you want me to interview, uh, please, please reach out. You can send me a DM on Instagram. You can shoot me an email. Uh, coaching at strive to move.com. But hey, let's celebrate a little. A year into the pod, we've never missed a week. We've done, um, we, we've grown the pod every single week of the podcast. It has grown. We've had more downloads, more listeners. Uh, I was going to say more viewers, but that's not a thing. Anyhow, so can't say how much I appreciate each and every one of you uh, who has given me a chance to listen. And if you haven't given us, an, a, given us a review on iTunes, I would really, a five-star review, I'd really appreciate that. It is how we help the podcast grow. Um, just real quick before I get into it, if you guys are, I've had a lot of people ask about the next time we're running our student course, everything you should have learned in chiropractic school but didn't. We have run it twice already with wild success. We are gearing up to run that a third time, and that's going to be released in a few weeks. And so we'll have details very quickly, like usual, because we want to get people to sign up quick and we don't like people sitting on the fence. There will be a large, large, large incentive to sign up early, both financially and content-wise. You will be given significantly more content. As a quick preview, we are going to teach an exclusive two-hour lecture to anybody that signs up in the first uh, release of the course, and an extra two hours of content. So it'll be specifically geared to you guys. It'll be live and recorded. Again, I make, there is no, there are no tricks here, guys. You make my life easier when you sign up early so I don't have to chase after you. And so I'm going to incentivize you to do that. So I'm, we are going to teach everything you should have learned in chiropractic school. We are going to release that within a few weeks. I teach that with Dr. Jeremy Dinkin, um, a friend of the program. He is uh, one of the, he is the, uh, best listened to podcast that we've ever had. So he and I teach the course together. And so pay attention. That is coming out in a few weeks. Again, 
for each one of you out there that has given us a chance, that has listened to the pod. I genuinely appreciate your listenership. This does not happen if not for you. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. All right, so let's go back all the way to the beginning, actually. The first real episode, technically episode two on iTunes, which was how to make $25,000 in speaking in a local gym. So if you haven't listened to that episode, um, people often ask me, what's the number one way to get new patients in your practice fast? And still to this day, uh, eight years later being in practice, this done correctly is absolutely the number one way that I've seen. And here's why. Uh, not only are you getting in front of your perfect client, so if you're a rehab Cairo, most likely your perfect client avatar is an active individual. And so where do we find those people? You find them in the gym. And so if you run a seminar that's like back pain when deadlifting and you can get in front of an audience of 10 people at a gym, well, not only are they active, not only do they have the problem that you're trying to solve, but now they're sitting right in front of you. And so that is like shooting fish in a barrel. And one of the ways that we talk about this is like, if you went out in the community to do networking, um, and you had coffee with someone, a gym, a gym trainer or something for an hour, it's one-to-one, which is great. It's fine. But what if that during that same hour, it was one to 10, you know, you talk to 10 different people, the chances of you having and getting a client from that or a patient from that are uh, significantly higher. And so to this day, actually, I still refer people back to that first episode, uh, episode two in iTunes, how to make $25,000 from speaking at a local gym that was recorded on February 23rd. It's still tried and true over and over and over again. Now, one of the things I will say about that is what we've learned over the years Um, the ability to speak in front of audiences in a way to connect in a logical progression to be able to get them to step foot in your office is absolutely a skill. And so, sure, it is good. It is a, you got to see if you just get in front of an audience. But in order to be an A, you have to have the skills. And one of the things we teach in the mastermind, we spend tons of time, almost probably every six weeks we review it, of how we've gone about speaking in front of audiences tactically um, and at higher level thinking that will be able to get those people to show up in our office so that they become paying patients at our practice. Uh, just as a as an aside, you know, I've talked about this where people, I've seen them literally go out of business because they didn't understand how to do this. It's not that they didn't go do talks. Uh, it's just that at the end of the talk, the, the person on the other end their instructions were to go home and try those exercises. And so what happens then? You never see them again, which is great. Like, it's fine. I mean, uh, again, if it were me as a client and you gave me three exercises, I probably could have got those on YouTube, but that's a story for another day. But if you don't do this correctly, you can still get in front of audiences and not do it well. And so uh, don't email me saying, Justin, you said just to speak in front of audiences and everything would be fine. Yes, that's step one. You got to get in front of them, but then you also have to know how to do it. 
So that would be the first episode uh, in my yearly review that I think if, you, if you're just new to the pod or if you're old to the pod, a great one to review. Um, I think the next episode, uh, who he's been a, a constant guest. And listen, guys, I'm not dumb. I bring back the people that get the best response. And so Dr. Jeremy Dinkin was the first interview that we did. And Dr. Jeremy is the person that I teach the Everything You Should Have Learned in Chiropractic School course with, which we will be releasing very soon new details. So stay tuned for that. And uh, the thing with Dr. Jeremy, uh, now we just recorded recently, I think his third or fourth episode with us. People always ask me, you know, I've had people come to me and say, you know, how did Jeremy, you know, get to the point that he could teach a course with you? And I said, it's pretty simple. Step one is that he built his own practice. You know, he, um, he, he's lived the message. I don't like to live in the world where I teach things that are not done. And so Jeremy, he was an intern of mine. He went and started his own practice five years ago. And over time, he's been able to build it to be a very nice practice. Last year at the time of his recording, you know, 2022, he made year on year over $100,000 more than the previous year. So he's absolutely living the message. And so that's step one. Step two is that he's learning and growing all the time. And, you know, I've seen it with him and it's been very gratifying as a coach. Um, uh, the, the maturity that he's shown over time, there are things, you know, in his life that, uh, and I know he won't have trouble, he won't worry about me telling you this, there are things that he knows that he's not that good at. And the thing that I love about Jeremy is that he's always trying to learn and grow to to become better at them. You know, recently we had a good conversation, which I think is very, very relevant about personal budgeting. And, you know, Jeremy's been really good at building his his private practice. And this last year, he's like, man, I made so much money, but where did it all go? And I thought it was a fantastic discussion. And again, there's no shame in that um, because there are so many people out there who make a lot of money, but don't know how to keep it. And so the fact that he's taking that next step now and saying, all right, I know how to make money. I've proven that, but how can I keep my money is a, is a, is a fantastic, as a fantastic step. So then on uh, episode seven, on March 23rd, uh, the, the title is you should work when you're not working. And the premise of this is not that you should be a workaholic and work all the time and all of that. It was just simply the fact that there's always, whatever you're doing in the world as a consumer, as a person, um, there's always lessons to be learned that you can bring back to your business. You know, if you go to a restaurant, how do they treat you? Do they make you feel good? What don't you like about it? Um, uh, the story that I always remember right at the time when my now wife were thinking about getting engaged, we, you know, were very like casually going ring shopping. And we walked into this big box uh, jewelry store right across the street from the mall by our house. And we walked in and it felt like three hours, but it was probably five or six minutes where we walked in and no one in the entire store even acknowledged us. Now the store was busy, but all it would have been was, hi guys, how are you? We're with another customer. We will be with you in a few minutes. That's all that we would have needed. And they didn't even do that. And because of that, I was like so annoyed. I would never have given them my business and, and we just walked out. And so, but that lesson is so important. So in our practice, even if sometimes our front desk isn't there, we don't have someone at the front, our clinicians are instructed that if it's on the hour and we know another patient is coming in and you're with someone, all you have to do is pop your head out of the door. Hey, John, glad to see you. We'll be with you in a couple of minutes. Grab a drink if you need it. 
And so that's how I believe that you can, you know, work when you're really not working. Uh, episode nine, April 6, 2022. Uh, this episode was very um, politely called Tell the Insurance Company to Kiss My Ass or Your Ass. And, you know, one of the problems I see with insurance, and again, 25% of our, our mastermind members all do take insurance. I don't have a problem with it. The the thing that I share with people, and I did this recently with a student group, is just decide on which problem do you want. You know, people think that if they do take insurance, you know, they're not going to have problems, or if they don't take insurance, they're not going to have problems. And that's just a false belief. It's just deciding on what problem do you want. And so, just to give you a quick preview or review of my thoughts on that, if you're if you do take health insurance, well, one of the problems that you will face is administrative costs, right? And so, if you're going to make let's just call it for an ease of numbers, a hundred dollars, that would be a nice sum from an insurance company. Um, I would estimate 10 to 20%, let's call, let's go high and say 20% in order to collect that money, uh, that's going to come off the top. And so you didn't make a hundred, you made 80. Whereas if you charge a hundred dollars of cash, really the only admin fee you pay for that is the processing fee on the credit card. And so the hidden cost of health insurance can obviously, uh, become a thing. The second cost of health insurance is that you have to wait to get paid, right? And so in in terms of business, the longer that you have to wait to get your money, the less valuable it is because you can't use it. Money is oxygen to reinvest, to pay people, to hire people. And if you have to wait 30, 60, 90 days for it, you know, it takes, that's a thing. Now, if you don't take insurance, you have another set of problems. So what are those? Well, it's harder to get people in the door right? Because you have to be able to sell and and communicate better to help them understand the value that you provide that's going to help them become your perfect patient. And so either way, you're going to have a problem. And it's again, it's just a conversation of which problem do you want? Um, Going along uh, a little bit further on, uh, we interviewed uh, Alex Earl, a good friend of mine who uh, has a practice in Illinois and now lives in Tennessee. So he is a remote CEO. And uh, he is the CEO of Midwestern. I'm going to butcher the name, but he teaches continuing education all over the country, dry needling rehab. Fantastic job with that. And so if you know Alex or don't know Alex, he is a a player in the rehab chiropractic industry. And so that is a great interview to check out. That was on May 18th. Uh, on June 1st, the title of that episode, uh, episode 17 was chiropractic schools don't teach you business and they shouldn't, you know, I I talk to people every single day, most rehab chiropractors out there, whether they're out of school or they're in school or they just graduated, there's like a sense of resentment that the chiropractic schools don't teach business. And I don't think that they should. You know, if you think about the average chiropractic school professor, most of the time they're teaching in a school because they either weren't successful in private practice or never even got into private practice. And so why would you want them teaching you how to run a business? That doesn't really make much sense. And so my thing is that school should teach you how to graduate, how to not be dangerous. And then after that, everything else is on you. So I don't believe, I don't believe that should be a thing. And so maybe just for you guys to stop feeling so resentful of the schools, I I think the schools do what they have to do. If you pass your boards and you get your diploma, that's it. If you want to be successful in practice, it's going to come, it's going to come from you. It's absolutely going to come from you. Um, after that, uh, August 10th, uh, episode 27, 
a lot of people in my mastermind group are progressing now to build out a team, build admin and marketing. And so the first person I interviewed was the first person I ever hired, uh, Lauren McHale. And uh, it's a really, it's a great interview. Lauren's someone who's very, very special to me. She was the first person who believed in me, you know, uh, I don't even know, seven years ago, six years ago now, it just came on board. She started 10 hours a week just to get going with it. Um, but she was a person who, even when we were renting a room out of another chiropractor's office and we had a small office in a gym, she was somebody that, uh, she believed in me and she's still with us to this day. She, you know, runs our sales department now, but if you guys are interested or looking at growing your business, um, I always say like, uh, people ask me hiring decisions, just find Lauren. Uh, if you can find Lauren, just don't steal my Lauren, but find Lauren. Uh, on August 24th, episode 29, how to market a $1 million business with Hannah Matheson, uh, my first marketing assistant hire. Again, now she's our marketing director. Just she's, she, I believe she is, and she is becoming a world-class, world-class marketing director. Um, she has helped so many businesses, uh, significantly over mil a million dollar companies, performance PT practices, chiropractic practices. She's a Google ad specialist. She is a CRM specialist. Um, and she's learned all of that in, in about four years. She didn't come to the table with it, but we've invested in her and she's taken to that. So if you're looking for marketing advice, uh, August 24th, episode 29 with Hannah Matheson. Um, October 5th, 2022, we, uh, the financial physio, uh, Will Butler. Will Butler is someone, he's a trained physical therapist and now he does financial planning. And I know, I, listen, guys out, you guys out there, I understand and, and I hear all of you and I, I totally get that the uh, the burden of having that debt hanging over your heads when you graduate school is is significant and it's really, really challenging. And I think Will does a fantastic job of being able to walk your way logically through it, different ideas on how to potentially pay for it. And also probably the most important part of an episode like that is Will actually understands what it is to be an entrepreneur and so sometimes the rules change a little bit on how you should think about the debt, how you should invest in yourself and your business, and what different steps that you should take in order um, to be successful in your practice financially and, and even with brain space. It's really challenging. Uh, October 19th, episode 37, you can't save your way to wealth. You can't save your way to wealth. I started to get frustrated with some of my clients because we were adding new additions to the program and they needed them. They needed to invest specifically in like a CRM program. It was, they, there was no, there was no choice. They didn't have to do it with us. They needed to do it. And what I kept getting was people saying to me, well, yeah, I'm going to look at my budget and I have to rearrange the numbers. Um, and finally I got like annoyed. I'm like, guys, listen, you guys are business owners. At some point you can't save any more money. You're going to have to invest money because you cannot save your way to be wealthy. You can't cut your budget. At some point, you, you can't, you have to be responsible, but at some point, you cannot save any more money. So, as entrepreneurs, the main thing is always how can I make more money? How can I make more money? Yes, you need to be responsible on the back end. You absolutely need to be responsible. If you're going out to dinner six nights a week and you're paying for your vacation to the Bahamas through your business, like that is being irresponsible. That's being an idiot. I'm not talking about that. But at some point, you can only cut your budget so much. Even if you find three, $400 per month to save in your business budget, that's not going to make you wealthy. 
But making an extra $10,000, $15,000, figuring out how to do that month on month on month in your business and generating an extra 100000 per year and then growing your business over 20 years. So now it's a, a seven-figure business with multiple entities. That's how you build wealth. That's how you build wealth. So if you're interested in how to build wealth and you want to hear that philosophy from me, um, you know, absolutely listen to that episode. Just a few more here. November 2nd, episode 39, how I lost $185,000 in revenue. Um, the chronic problem I run into with rehab chiropractors is they are stuck in the middle. They don't understand the business model. They don't want to be high volume and they don't want to be low volume, high price. And because of that, they get stuck. They treat for 30 minutes and they're charging between 60 and 125 per 30 minute block. And the problem there is that they never make enough money to really grow. The machine that they're building is absolutely broken. And so if you are, if that's you, you're spending 30 minutes with people and you're charging between 60 bucks and $125 or even up to $165 and your schedule isn't full, that episode, probably the most important episode you will ever, 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 ever listen to. Episode 43 with Dr. Angie Francis. She is one of my superstars. Absolutely love Angie. She joined my Cairo Biz 101 seven months before she opened her practice. And month one, she made $10,000. Month two, she made $15,000. And now she's about three or four months in. She's averaging about thirteen dollars to $15,000 of revenue, all cash per month to the point that now we've created another problem and that she's working too much. What a problem to have. She has too many patients on the schedule. And when she told me this problem, she was stressed and I started laughing. I'm like, God, I love this. We created such a wonderful problem. Uh, but Aunt, Dr. Angie, she is absolutely, she's a superstar. And if she does women's health and, and um, she does a lot with pre and postpartum. So if you're a, a female out there or a male out there and you're going to do something in that field, uh, she's, the, she's the go-to. She's the GOAT. Uh, yeah, and again, on a personal level, she's helped my wife Dell postpartum with some workouts and, and things of that nature. So she's, she's, she's a clinician's clinician. She's a clinician's clinician. Um, and then finally, the thing that gets a little bit saucy is the online scheduler. So episode 49, January 11th, the online scheduler for me guys is a, is an absolute non-starter. If you're going to be in a rehab model, high ticket item, uh, the, the episode is called Death to Online Scheduling. Death to Online Scheduling. I go off pretty good in this episode. I don't want to take away from the the thing here, but there's zero people that if you're going to run this model that we are doing here, that I believe you can be successful with the practice purchasing. Uh, sorry, with the death to online scheduling. I just don't think that it's possible. I absolutely don't think it's possible. I do not think it's possible at all all. So if you um, are doing an online schedule, stop. You don't know how much you're listening. You're missing. You don't know any of that stuff. You you just don't know. You absolutely don't know what you guys are missing in your practice. Um, All right. So that's a quick recap or review of everything that's going on. And um, so I think at the end of the day, guys, I just wanted to thank all of you for listening. It's been a year. One our, um, sorry, one year of episodes. We haven't missed a week. Uh, my, my thing was when I started, I was going to be consistent with it. I absolutely wanted to be consistent with it. And so if we're going to do that, then we were going to produce the episodes as we 
could. And so one episode a week, I plan to continue with that. I plan to continue to do more interviews. I hope the podcast, I not hope, I know it will continue to improve and get better. And um, I appreciate all of you guys listening and the feedback. It's grown month on month on month. And we continue to get more downloads. We get more comments. We get more feedback. If you do like the podcast, um, we have a bunch of reviews on Apple iTunes. I would love for you, if you've enjoyed it, please write us a review. It's the only way we can share uh, this with the with the crew. And so please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review uh, or share it with your friends. It's been a, an amazing journey so far. And so uh, happy one-year anniversary to the podcast. All right, guys, have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.